I am Lacey Garcia, a design professional with more than 15 years experience in the hospitality industry. I'm starting a new chapter and I'm here to share my knowledge with you. My design approach centers on well-being and it's my desire to share with you how you can cultivate an environment that not only reflects who you are, but helps you thrive. I'd like to take a minute before we start to welcome back our subscribers and also give a friendly hello to any new guests who are stopping by today. We're happy to have you here. Hey guys, it's been a minute. I hope you're all doing well, staying safe and healthy during the season and having as great of a summer as you can possibly be having right now. It has been a whirlwind season in our house. And probably, like a lot of you, we've been adjusting to things and rolling with the punches. But um, I finally have had a chance to take a breather, and I wanted to put together a new podcast episode for you. So I decided that what I wanted to talk about today was um, what a design project looks like from the client and the designer's perspective and um, just give you a little detail, um, detailed explanation and walkthrough of what it looks like to work with a designer on a project and what actually happens um, when you hire a designer and you work with them on a project. So I broke it down into uh, four sections, the consultation, research and development, revisions and budget, and the fourth one is the installation and the punch list. And so we're going to go through each one of these one by one, and I'm going to give you um, some of the details of exactly what a designer does and specifically what I do. Every designer might do things just a little bit differently, but for the most part, they should be doing um, the majority of these things for you in some way or another. And I think it'll help you really understand um, the value that we bring to helping you um, put together the right space for you and your family um, when you're ready to do that. So let's get started. So the first thing I mentioned was the consultation. Um, for me personally, whenever um, a client um, contacts me with some interest about working together, I um, always go and do a complimentary consultation because I don't want anybody to feel like they're, they're obligated to hire me if they just don't feel like it's the right fit or if, if after talking they feel like they need some time. I never want to rush people, and so I always let them know, you know, let's get together, let's meet. Um, nowadays, we usually do it via Zoom, um, but you, you want to meet with your client and um, talk to them about their needs and um, a few other things. So when I meet with a client, um, the first thing I want to find out is I just want to hear what's important to them. I want to know what their needs are. Do they have any special needs? Um, I've worked with all different types of, uh, clients who have different specific wants and needs. Um, sometimes it's medical or health related, and sometimes it's just, uh, very specific personal preferences, but it's always important no matter what, because when, as a designer, I'm creating a space for somebody, it's important that at the end of the day, that they're happy with it. And I always, I always tell my clients that when they, when they ask me, well, what do you think of this? And I say, well, this is my opinion, but at the end of the day, I'll do what you want because I want you to be happy with your space because you're the one who's living in it and spending time in it, right? 
and then we go through the scope. So um, I'll ask them, you know, what, what rooms they want to do, um, what, what level of detail they want to do for the spaces. Um, if it's a home, you know, we'll talk about uh, which rooms they want to do um, and things like that. And then the next important part is the budget. Uh, budget is so important, and I know a lot of times people just really don't like to talk about money, but it's one of those things that you really have to uh, be upfront about when you're working on a project with a designer and with a, a lot of things in life, actually. Um, and make sure that you have a budget because there is no point in picking out um, the perfect, you know, furniture ensemble and creating like the this beautiful scheme if it doesn't fit um, the client's needs and one of the needs is the budget. So it's really important up front in that first consultation to get an idea of what the client's budget is. And then I always want to talk to people about their design style. And it's really interesting. You've heard in some of my previous podcasts um, how a lot of times people they don't really know what their design style is or they think it's something and then they actually find out that it's something else. And so I put together a packet. Um, I think I may have offered it uh, via my website uh, last year. I may do that again. If there's interest, you guys let me know on social media. But I have a small like PDF presentation where I actually put together visuals of some of the more common design styles and whenever I meet with clients, I usually show this to them. And they're often very surprised by what they thought they liked and what they actually like. And it's really important to understand for, for me as a designer what my clients want and um, so that I can put together the right you know, aesthetics and the right pieces for them. Because if, I, if they come to me and say, oh, I'm, I'm super modern, I want everything modern, well, for me, modern is one thing. So if I go and I pull a lot of modern designs and I present it to them and they say, whoa, 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 this is not at all what I want. And I realize after doing all that work that that's not their design style. Well, then we're back to the drawing board. And I, I like to make sure up front that it's really clear, you know, what my clients like. Um, so... For that aspect, it's really important to understand the client's design style. And then the last thing I do during the consultation, if it looks like they're um, you know, pretty confident that they're going to want to move forward with the project, I will go ahead and take dimensions and photographs of the different spaces or rooms that we're going to work on. And so for dimensions, um, I will measure the ceiling heights. I measure the length of each wall. I will measure um, the size of each window and where it's positioned on that wall. The same thing for doorways, closets. Um, sometimes, just depending um, on the situation, I may even have to measure where light switches and different things are if we're going to put art or something on the walls to make sure it doesn't interfere. Um, all kinds of things that you really have to think about as a designer at the beginning of the project so that when you're picking out pieces, you know that you're not going to have any issues during installation. Um, it's also important uh, to figure out like where your drapery is going to go. Uh, bar stools, you have to know the, the height of the counter or the bar ledge. Um, so a lot of different dimensions that I take as a designer. So that's the first step of working with a designer. That's the consultation. All of that happens 
during the consultation. And that's all for the most part free. That is about one to three hours of a designer's time, of my time, that I spend with you just getting to know you a little better and understanding what your needs are and what you want out of the project. The second stage is what I call research and development. And I think that this is like absolutely the most fun stage of the whole project. Well, actually, you know what? I take that back. I think that installation is the most fun stage of the project when you see it all come together, but I won't get ahead of myself. And we'll say that research and development is a close second right behind it. So during the second stage, after I've gathered all the information from the clients, I will go back and I will start to pull inspiration images. That's the first thing I like to do because I wanna make sure that I really understood what the client said that they wanted. Um, and so once we've signed a contract, of course, I kind of skipped over that step, but once we sign a contract and you know the deposit's been paid and I actually get started, I start with inspiration images. And the reason I do that is because I really want to make sure that I understood what my clients said they wanted. And it's okay to say, you know what, the only thing I liked from this picture is the table lamp. You know, you don't have to love everything in, in the inspiration picture. Or you could just say, hey, you know what, I just like the vibe as a whole. I can't tell you that I love any one piece, but I just love the vibe. And so all of that feedback really helps me for the second layer of the research and development. So um, I always start with inspiration images. Then once I get my clients feedback on the inspiration images, I personally like to use Pinterest boards and I set up private Pinterest boards for myself and the client so that these are not public, nobody else is seeing them, um, it's just for us. And I start pinning um, different furniture pieces for them to look at and to give feedback on and say, oh, you know what, I really like this, but um, could we add nail heads? Or uh, what about a toss pillow? And that's where we really start to bring things together. And so as we're um, pinning and commenting and approving on the, the furniture pieces and the accessories, I start to plug things in um, to a presentation, a digital presentation, and I also start to draw them in a scaled floor plan. Um, so all of this starts to really add up as far as time and hours go. So if you've ever wondered and, or thought, wow, interior designers, <laughs> it's just too expensive. Like I, you know, it really comes down to the amount of hours that we put in for your project. Because for me, I can't speak for everybody else, but um, for me, I... I'm only going to give my best um, to my clients and I could never complete a project that I didn't fully stand behind and I will put in whatever time it takes to get it done right. And so um, that's why I think it's really important that you check all the boxes, you check to make sure everything fits, you know the dimensions of all your pieces and you put it into a furniture plan at the right scale so that you know people can pull out their dining chair without bumping into another piece of furniture and you know that your sofa um, isn't going to be so tied up against the wall that you can't walk past it or that the coffee table you pick out isn't going to be two sizes too small because you didn't measure it. So these are all things that you get when you work with a designer that most people don't even think about. 
most people, they'll look at a picture and they'll say, oh, you know, that kind of looks nice. I think I'm going to order that. And they don't really think about the scale or how the finish works with another piece in the room or is it made for heavy duty use, you know, if you're going to be using it a lot. Um, so there are things like that that as a designer, I think through a lot. Um, and so I'm sorry, I got off on a little bit of a tangent, but, but yeah, things like scaling a floor plan, um, you know, checking dimensions, even small things like picking out furniture that just makes sense for the client. Like if you know somebody has kids and pets, I wouldn't be picking out a high pile shag rug, <laughs> you know, for their family room that everybody gathers in for the majority of the day. You know, I would pick something out that that's very easy maintenance and pet friendly and kid friendly, you know, maybe even something washable. If you can believe it, there are washable rugs out there now. So as a designer, I really think about those things also. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then the last thing I do during research and development is I actually have to work on the budget already, believe it or not. Like when we're picking up pieces, I already have to be thinking of, can this piece fit into the client's budget? You know, is it the right quality and the right price for what they need? And even, you know, um, what we call a lead time, which just means how long it takes for the item to ship to, to the client. Um, you know, is this piece going to arrive in a time that works for them? Is it going to take too long? So all of those things, like I had to take into consideration during this research and development stage. And I start to put together like a, a nice formal digital presentation for my clients. Um, the last one I did had probably 10 or 15 slides in it. And so you can imagine like all of that time-wise adds up, but it's really important that you have elevations and floor plans and pictures of all of the furniture and a general budget and all of that to show to the client so that they can really see everything together at once to make the right decision to know if they're happy to approve it and proceed or if they want to make a round of revisions, okay? And every designer is different. I offer one round of revisions um, for the presentations. And then if the clients still just feel like they need some extra adjustments and tweaking, I'm happy to do it. I just do it at an hourly rate. It's no big deal. At the end of the day, it's just important that the client gets what they want and that they're happy with their space. Okay, so that's, that's the second step. That's research and development a lot, right? And I average about 20 hours per room that I'm doing. So if I'm doing somebody's um, master bedroom, family room, and usually like maybe the dining room, those are the spaces people do the most often, that's like 60 hours right there just in research and development. It sounds crazy, but it's true because you, you have to start with your big pieces first and get those to all coordinate and work well with each other. The second layer is like accessories, lamps, and art and things like that, and you would be so surprised how quickly those hours add up when you're working on this stage of a project with a designer. The third stage is the revisions that I was talking to you about and doing a final budget. So um, personally for me, I put together really detailed budgets for the clients. Um, I want to make sure that they don't have any issues with ordering 
and that they don't get held up or tripped up because they didn't have a piece of information that they needed when they were ready to place their orders. Um, so my spreadsheets, actually, I'm just going to pull one up and I'm going to tell you everything that's on one of my spreadsheets in just a minute. I know I've got it right here real close by. Okay. All right. So when I do a budget for the client, I have a column for the item, what it is. It's a sofa. It's a chair, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I have a picture of it. I note the quantity of the pieces, however many pieces are ordering, what the unit cost is per item. And then what the total is before tax and delivery. So if you have two of something, you know, your total cost is different than your unit cost. Who the supplier is, what company the piece comes from, what the spec details are. Um, if it has a special finish on it, if it's a certain size, you know, all of that. Like I make sure to include anything that they need to be able to order it. What the lead time is, how, how long is it going to take to get it. And I usually flag anything that has a long lead time so that they know to order it first. Any particular notes? Um, so sometimes I'll, I'll have a specific comment like, you know what, we still need to decide which color we like best here before you order. Or, you know, whatever the comment might be, but I, I have a column for, for notes as well. And then the last column is just the web link. So they don't have to go and search for the product. I give them an exact web link and all they have to do is click it and it'll take them right to the product. They can drop it in their shopping cart and be on their way and be done with their purchasing. So um, building the budget can take anywhere from five to 10 hours um, per room. I'm sorry, that's not just building the budget, that's also doing the revisions. You know, after you meet with the client on the uh, presentation, you have to do the revisions. So doing the budget and the revisions can take anywhere from five to 10 hours per room. It just kind of depends on how uh, detailed that particular room might be. Um, and then the last step is installation and punch list or inspection. And sometimes clients um, skip this and they just do the setup and everything on their own. Um, and sometimes they hire me to do that for them. So for the projects where I do that, I will be on site uh, making sure that when, um, you know, any anything like, let's say if it's a a light fixture or a wall covering or some art being hung or a chandelier going in, um, I can be on site um, at the project, you know, at the property uh, to make sure that the chandelier gets installed at the right height, you know, or that the artwork is spaced properly or whatever it may be. Um, I'm there for that. Um, I also help with like staging, um, which is, you know, a different conversation, but um, even staging during this type of project. So sometimes clients will hire me to come out and, um, you know, lay out the floor rug exactly where it needs to go, arrange the sofas, set up the accessories on the coffee table, you know, unpack all of that stuff from the boxes if it needs to be unpacked. Um, I, of course, I protect myself. So I say, you know, wait, I have a weight limit restriction. I'm not going to be moving 200 pound pieces of furniture, um, but I will go out and I'll set things up for them if that's something they want. And I don't really have an estimate for how much time goes into that. I mean, you could spend five hours just staging one room. If you have to go back for, um, 
you know, like light fixture installation and things like that, you know, that time starts to add up too. So it really depends on the project for how long it can take for that stage. But um, that's kind of it. And then, you know, at the end, if they, if they have me do the staging for them, we usually do a punch list, just to make sure they're happy with everything, punch list and sign off. And that's, that's sort of it. So um, in a nutshell, that's kind of what you get when you work with a designer. And that's really the nuts and bolts of what goes into a design project, at least from my perspective um, and the way that I do it. So I hope that that kind of gave you some insight into what a designer does and um, how they can really help you and why it's really worth hiring a good designer um, because there's so many things that they can do for you that you probably never thought of doing on your own. And so I, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions or thoughts, I would absolutely love if you would um, leave me a comment on the podcast platform or even better on social media, on my Instagram feed in one of my posts. Um, there will be one posted when this podcast goes live and I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts. So I hope you all have a wonderful day. Please stay safe, stay healthy, and I will talk with you again soon. Thank you for listening today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and take a moment to rate and review. This helps us gauge our audience as well as bring awareness to others. Until next time, make today beautiful.